Hi everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Under the Blanket podcast. Apologies for not being able to release an episode last week. I realized it's super difficult to like synchronize my schedule with people that I would like to have as a guest because of university and like other commitments of course. Um, But I'm back It's finally reading week in the UK and so we have a little bit more time on our hands to record new episodes here and there. First of all, happy Lunar New Year to everyone. It's the year of the ox and I wish everyone good health and prosperity. Now secondly, for those who listened to my previous episodes, I think I've mentioned this name a couple of times in definitely the second one. Um, And we finally have her as my Valentine's Day special guest, I want to say. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. Um, So I'm Patina. And uh, so I I was Emma's roommate before, like a year ago. And something about me. So I was born in Shenzhen and came to Hong Kong for high school and college. So currently I'm now in Hong Kong. And now uh, doing an internship, so suspended my study. Yeah, so that's basically about me. I'm just going for it. I'm just finishing my online university (laughs) as a final year student. Oh, it's kind of sad. But anyway, back to the topic. Um, Piatina and I were, yeah, like she said, roommates. Um, Yes, actually, roommates, not flatmates. We shared one room under the same roof (laughs) two beds one room like it was not normal for me because I've never done that before it's probably pretty normal for you though right yeah yeah I've had a lot roommate like five to ten I can't remember there's a lot (laughs) you had so many roommates yes because in secondary school I had a room and we had five roommates like five people live in the same room so five beds in one bathroom. Yeah, that's... So you're my mm. second last roommate. Oh. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like during my exchange in Hong Kong um, and everything, and I always say this, but Hong Kong was definitely like one of the best years I had abroad. And well, I wasn't really there for a year, like I keep saying, which I will probably explain further in like another episode because a lot had happened in that year um but like you said you've moved in second semester oh yeah so I went to Austin the second semester and during the time you had a new roommate Mm -hmm. and so like what were you doing at Austin oh I went for exchange and basically it was a semester exchange but I only spent three months there so because of COVID, so I came back to China in uh, late March. So I only spent three months there. Oh, but you, you went a lot of places in three months. Oh, yeah, I did went to a lot of places. But those are cities near Austin. Yeah, and also I went to New York and what is that called? Oh, D.C. Mm-hmm. And how did you find it? Mm, I really like the U.S. to be honest, because uh, actually originally I went, I really want to go to U.S. for 
、uh, my college, but for some other reasons that I finally chose Hong Kong. And U.S. has al- always been a place that I wanted, like, explore more. So, I got that chance to go exchange there, and I really like people there. They're so open minded, and so、mm, warm hearted, and also really welcoming. So that's what I really like about that. Oh, that's kind of nice. People who live in like the U.S. who are listening to this might be like, "Oh, thank you, Patina," <laughs> especially But, those in Austin. Yeah, yeah. But was it your first time living abroad since you were born? Yeah, it was the first time that I spent such a long time in another, like, complete new country. Because.、Mm-hmm. I only went to other places for traveling. I've never spent like three months, or even over a month in another country.、Mm. And I guess that was the same for me as well when I went to Hong Kong. Like I hadn't spent like months in Asia before, and it was really different. And I guess like I find it pretty interesting to kind of like compare and contrast the difference in culture,、um, because. You know, it's pretty different the West and the East, in terms of traditions and even, you know, dating, for example. Even the mindset so different, yeah. Because of the mindset, it causes them to have different actions or decisions, no matter what are what they're doing, which is so interesting. Yeah, no, the mindset is definitely definitely like a big thing. I think that kind of. Defines a culture in some way, but then again, what even is culture? It's just like it's such a big term, and I guess to just to introduce today's topic to people, it is Valentine's Day today in the UK and you know in Hong Kong. It's the fourteenth of February. Happy Valentine's, everyone! Regardless of whether you're dating or single. <laughs> Like us, <laughs> just two single women recording this podcast. But let's talk about dating, because Petina, you've dated someone like in Hong Kong, and when you were on your exchange, a、uh, semester abroad at Austin, right? <laughs> So, like, what were some of the main culture shocks that you had when you had your ex boyfriend at Austin versus when you had your ex in Hong Kong? Wow, I think there's a lot of differences. So the main one I think would be that、um, the way that people speak to one another, because I felt that in Hong Kong or in Asia that people are not that direct when. Communicating with one another, especially、um, at the very early stage of their dating, so people normally guess one another's feeling、um, and thinking. They don't actually ask you directly what are you thinking or what your emotions are. So that's、mm. in Asia, but in the U.S., I found that they're so direct that they just ask you. Uh, do you feel happy now?、Uh, whether you're satisfied with this or not, and at the very beginning, I was so confused because I think it's because of I I'm in Asia and I'm a really like typical Asia girl, so I don't 
actually can see my own feeling sometimes that I I'm not sensitive towards my own feeling, but I may be able to sense others' feelings. So that's I think that's one weakness of mine. So I feel so. Um, it's a, it, it was a struggle for me to like trying to understand my feeling and tell my boyfriend at that time what my feelings are. So yeah, I think that's one of the main difference that I've experienced. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know whether you you felt the same way that the guys in West Western countries are so different from that of Eastern countries that in the way of their communicating. Yeah, I mean, I never really date. Like, I don't really date. As in, I don't date. As in, I don't say like I am boyfriend girlfriend. I just have like relationships here and there. But there is a big. Yeah, I guess there is a big difference between. Um, having someone from like Hong Kong versus, well, London or like Sweden. Sorry, because when I was in Hong Kong, I was kind of having a thing with a guy from Sweden. Um, yeah, but it is kind of different because even my friend in Hong Kong, who, yeah, the way that they talk is a bit wishy washy, like they just. They always go round in big circles to, to get to the point that they want to say. And they never really say it directly. Whereas the Swedish guy was very direct, like, hey, Emma, like, this is what I want. And he was very, very straight about his needs and, like, his desires and everything, kind of, like, similar to your ex. And so I kind of knew, like, what was right and what was wrong but I don't know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing because aren't you just putting pressure onto the other like onto me because then I'm more aware of myself when I'm around you but did you not feel that way with your ex at Austin like if he told you like hey Patina like this that and then would you not be like more concerned or like more worried about how you act around him Mm -hmm. yeah I feel the same way but another good good thing is that I start to raise my own needs or desires that he will try to cope with my needs as well. So I think it's a two-sides thing that you try to voice out yours and he tries try to voice out his. And then you two see whether it works out. Mm. Well, that's good though, because actually, I guess through that experience were you a little bit more confident in raising your opinions because before that experience I was a bit like timid I was not brave enough to say what I want mm. yeah I, I would I would be a have so many so many worry about whether it's whether or whether or not it's good to raise raise my opinions or voice etc yeah and I guess like when the other partner says something very direct and something that they like I really hate saying that but like in quotation marks like like from you then I guess you feel quite validated and you have that sense of confidence that you are like doing well yeah oh yeah Mm. like you mean someone appreciate you for something and then you start to do more about that thing Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah it happens (laughs) but I think I don't know if that thing is what you really want to do or what you 
what you did like sincerely that's okay but if that thing is not something that you feel comfortable with i don't think it's a good way to like keep that just because uh-huh. just because someone said that he appreciated that part of you and then you start to do that so yeah yeah like i mean you got to be confident in yourself but i always say to others like you have to love yourself before you start loving others because if you don't appreciate yourself then how can the other person appreciate you in some ways yeah i feel that you have to be complete that you know what your weakness are what your strength are and then the time that someone start to appreciate you you know that that's like from someone outside it's not you it's just he appreciate that part it doesn't mean that other parts are not something great so you need to like be a hundred percent sure about yourself you know who you are you know what your values are and etc so that you will be mm. more confident in relationship you won't be um too scared about losing someone yeah no yeah, that's, that's understandable actually mm-hmm. no, that makes sense yeah but then i guess like what what were some other kind of things that you noticed when you were in austin okay so one thing i've noticed it may not be my experience but it's um like some some of my friends that actually there are so many types of relationship like in the us i mean cuz my friends told me that in the us someone may be they can have like open partner i don't know what whether that's a correct wording but it's like um you can have one boyfriend and you can have a lot other friends of benefits so it's like open relationship they don't care they, they don't really care whether you're only with this guy or not so do you know what i'm talking about yeah kind of so in the us people are more open minded in this kind of different types of relationship but in hong kong probably it's because i didn't um experience any like in hong kong not many people have this kind of relationship it was just like a typical boyfriend or girlfriend that kind of relationship probably oh. because people are not open minded enough or is it because people are not so aware of their own needs because for different people they have different needs regarding relationship probably um they want something else i don't know i guess people are a lot more open minded in the west in comparison to those in the east is that what you're trying to say or in terms of relationship and partners yeah yeah i mean people respect any kind of relationship more in the us it's not that common in the uk i don't think so anyway i haven't really looked at the statistics so like don't like bash me on that but in terms of your hong kong ex oh boyfriend, okay ask more about him okay it's much better <laughs> i have nothing to say about that weird guy <laughs> what was so weird about him there cuz um so he's christian i'm not saying that all christians are weird but it's his religion is so it's not understandable to me that probably he went extreme that he said that he felt so con- 
I felt that he's so contradictory that what he's saying is not does not align with what he act. So I I feel that he's such a weird guy that um he always confused me that I don't know what to believe or or not. Mm-hmm. And he said he's gonna come to Hong Kong and visit me this summer. And he, and it has been a year that the last time that we met, but he still liked me a lot. And it has been a year that he he didn't even contact me, but but just last month he suddenly contacted me and said, "Patina, uh, I miss you a lot. Still, I still miss you a lot. And I'm gonna come to Hong Kong to visit you." Will be Hong Kong during summer this year. I was like, "What the fuck?" But whatever. I'm not gonna meet him. No, no way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you feel uncomfortable about it, and if you ended it, then I don't see why you should meet up with him. Mm-hmm. True. Because you did end it, right? Yeah, I did end it, and I don't think we can be friends anymore, right? So that's pretty interesting, actually. Are you friends with any of your exes? Oh, actually. I'm friends with all of my ex. As, oh, yeah. Is it weird? <laughs> well, is that is there a boundary between how you act, or like is it uh, different? Like you mean the way that I, like I deal with them. Oh, yeah, of course. Because you break up with them, so definitely you you gonna be like normal friend with them after the breakup. But then, if they if they have a girlfriend, would the girlfriend not feel weird that mm-hmm. their ex girlfriend is so friendly with their boyfriend? I don't think their girlfriends know about me, cause I don't think they would tell them that this person is my ex. So there's no conflicts up to now, and I don't. I'm not that friendly with them, but it's just like we sometimes talk to each other to talk about life, just. Once a week or once a month, so it's not that often. Oh, like kind of like catching up and yeah, seeing how you you guys mm-hmm. are and everything like that. Yeah, we're okay. not close friends. Yeah. Okay. Well, would you think it'll be a bigger difference if you were like very close? Yeah, I don't think it sh- You should be really close with your ex, because mm, you guys were together before, and it may not be. A good choice for you to be that close to that person if that guy have ha- has a girlfriend, cause what mm-hmm. if that guy suddenly likes you again, <laughs> and w- so yeah, because if you guys get too close, then the boundary may may be not clear. Yeah, and it'll be also kind of awkward for the other like significant other partner that they have. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. personally, like, I would not want my boyfriend in the future to be so close with their ex-girlfriend. I would just feel a bit uncomfortable with that because, I mean, they were their ex. Yeah, true. That's you know? true. I think it depends on the person, obviously. I Maybe I'm able to become friends with mm-hmm. their ex, but just now without experiencing it i don't know whether i'll be comfortable with it but would it be okay if like your boyfriend is friend with their ex like is it okay like just 
not close, but it's just normal friend. Like friend, like yeah, I think that'll be fine because we're all adults by the end of the day. As long yeah. as they're not going, and because there's always that risk, obviously, of. But at the same time, it's all about trust and、yeah. bond,、mm. right? Because if I trust this person, then sure, like I don't really mind them going mm. out mm-hmm. for like dinner or whatever. It's just more about if you're at that starting stage of. Dating, mm-hmm. then obviously you're still learning about the other person, and、right. you don't. You kind of want this person, you know, not all for yourself. It's kind. It sounds kind of selfish that way, but you you kind of want to learn more about this person without the need of the ex teaching、mm-hmm. you, like, oh, did you know that you know, <laughs> he does、so、this、funny. and that?、Uh-huh. Yeah, I just, I, I just, I would just find that part a little bit awkward. But if I knew this guy for a really long time and everything like that, then it'll be fine, I think. Yeah, I agree with you.、Mm-hmm. Right. right, and with friends, I think it's okay because I feel like we're all adults and we should kind of keep that、mm-hmm. bond between people that we have previously、right. kept、mm-hmm. in contact with.、Um, but I guess, yeah, what are some big no's? Since we're on this topic anyway, like what are some things that you don't want in a relationship or like a dating okay, okay, relationship? What I don't want. Okay, so I feel that um, it may be different in Hong Kong and um the Western world that people how people define dating, because like in Hong Kong, dating is norm normally about like watching movie having. Dinner or having lunch—it's not that romantic. So people are still friends at that stage. Yeah. So I think that's.、Um, I think I prefer this way more instead of that. You guys are already like doing, doing what like couples are doing, like kissing, having sex, etc. Before they're off, you guys are officially boyfriend and girlfriend. So for me, I prefer. Having that official label before we start to kiss or like having sex, that kind of thing. Yeah. So that's like one one thing for me, and um, the second one would be I really want that person to respect me in every way, respect respect me as a person that they will ask me, f- like they ask me for my opinions and they really understand me. And know, know, know me as a person. So kind of like that, getting to know each other's stage. You would like that, preferably, in、mm-hmm. comparison to the lovey-dovey, intimacy type of stage.、Okay. Yeah.、I、would you、so. be more comfortable if it was like further down the line, though, or would it be only after you officially declare that you are? Boyfriend, girlfriend. Wait, 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 I'm confused. What are these? As in, what are because you say dating, right? Dating, But,、okay. uh, like, is like maybe the getting to know each other stage, and then in some way you have to kind of define that you are dating. So things that you wouldn't do with your friends, kissing, you wouldn't kiss your friends on the lips, right? Because there's a definition, there is a fine line between friends and seeing each other slash dating. Otherwise, you're just stuck with being friends. So, what are you if you're just sat in a 
restaurant eating if you're just friends right. you're not doing anything mm-hmm. that's dating mm-hmm. worthy mm-hmm. wait one question is seeing each other the same as dating do these two are the same in your culture seeing seeing each other i think is before dating dating is like boyfriend girlfriend oh dating. so you guys have to be boyfriend and girlfriend so as to date one another Oh, well, yeah. that's how I see it. Oh, interesting. I thought that people put dating before that official label. So I would see it as before and after. So before is kind of like seeing each other. And then once you are official, then that would be like, I am dating this person. Yeah, boyfriend, girlfriend, or, you know, boyfriend, boyfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend, whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. But during the seeing each other stage, can you see many pe- many guys at the same time? Or is that you see them one by one? <laughs> I mean, that depends on the person, right? As in, if you are... Seeing each other still counts for, like, you're trying to explore and discover more about the other half. All right. So, mm-hmm. is this person fit for you? Is this person right for you? Kind of things. Do we align in our beliefs and our morals? You know, because why would you go straight into dating? What well, now, currently? This is how I think, anyway. Why would you go straight into dating if you if you don't understand this person? And if you don't align with this person, on if you're not on the same page? There's no point in dating. Why waste your effort doing that if if it doesn't align? Right, that's true. So, for me, I usually, I'm stuck in the seeing stage rather than officially dating which is why I said like I don't date because it's really difficult to find a person that I click with uh I got it yeah but Mm -hmm. I I'm fine with just having like uh it sounds really bad this way but in like quotation marks like flings as in a relationship here and a relationship there just because it's a lot less commitment that way once you're official, it's kind of like you're committed to this guy. To this guy. To this person, right. Yeah, but then, you know, there's also marriage down the line as well because I don't I don't see dating as something that's all fun and games. It's just... Uh, oh, I think to you, dating really matters. Like, it directly leads to marriage. But for me, like, dating is more like... I don't, I don't, I don't think whether I would directly lead it to marriage because I still think that you can date a guy but not planning to marry that guy. Mm. So you're just dating yeah. for fun. Yeah, it it can be for fun or like for this process, like these this period of time that I think this guy is someone that I really like, but that guy may not be the one that a p- perfect match for my marriage does it make sense yeah so it's just kind of like at that present time this is the guy that you're interested in potentially not someone you would spend the rest of your life with the rest of my life yeah and so you would just kind of date for the experience and for that moment Mm -hmm. Mm. that's that's basically yeah so i guess that's one of my problems as well as i i tend to like overthink about dating 
And rather than like enjoying the moment, I often think about the future. So like you said, like dating equals like marriage for me. So it's really difficult for me to commit. <laughs> yeah, I would see seeing each other and then dating as the normal process to go about things over here. Is it not normal over in Asia? Yeah, it's normal in Asia too <laughs> as well. But um but I think there's still a big difference that probably in the US that people are not that easy to commit to one another that they're it may not be easy for them to turn from seeing each other to dating stage like the conversion rate <laughs> i don't know whether yeah but in asia especially in hong kong that the conversion rate can be pretty high because the moment that you start to see someone that you already like someone like 60% because normally it's like when you're interested in a person, you start to ask that person out for a date. Not, not a date, but to see that person. Mm. Like no matter if it's for lunch or dinner or movie. Yeah, so the conversion rate can be much higher in Hong Kong. Yeah, but then how would that, how would you guys know that you were official? Probably after a few days or a few months of uh, understanding that you start to, that both person there's mutual mutual connection and then probably the guy or the girl asked one another that do you want to be my girlfriend or do you want to be my boyfriend and then yes so they're together so mm. they're officially boyfriend or girlfriend mm. yeah i mean during the i'm not saying that during the seeing each other stage you can't date i mean that is date you know you are going on a date but i'm just seeing it more as like dating as something different dating is more boyfriend girlfriend a date is more of the day like the event of going uh going out, out. the yeah. event okay but then what do you it. look for then in a guy in a guy oh actually there are mainly two elements <laughs> i've uh i can summarize them into two so the first one is um i want someone to be mature mature enough that he has already accumulated a lot of experience or he has experienced a lot that he's able to know what he's looking for, know what kind of girl he likes. And he also has a pretty clear understanding or direction about his future. Yeah, so that's about maturity. And the second part is about, um, how to say humor <laughs> so yeah i really want that person to be like funny and interesting have you found someone like that yet <laughs> to be honest yes <laughs> yes oh, uh, this guy will not yeah. listen to this podcast unless you tell him obviously but what would you what would you say to him like, what what you like about him oh my god what i like about him um yeah so these two so these two these two elements are what i'm looking for so definitely he is equipped with these two elements and what else what else do you like and about him what else oh oh he's so sweet <laughs> like um so right now i'm working every day right so i need to wake up at 6 a.m 
pretty early, because I need to arrive at the office at around seven a.m. So he called me every morning to wake me up. So that's about details. So <laughs> he paid a lot of attention to those details, and he's always punctual in waking me up. <laughs> and yeah, and also. Uh, he remembers so many little things that I talked about him. I talked to him, and so those details are what I found so sweet about him that he always remember what I said. So attentive, he's attentive to you, which means he's paying attention to you, which means he likes you. No. Yes, I know, but I don't know whether whether it's gonna work out between us. Why? Why is so、worried? hard? Cause he's not in Hong Kong, but I have to spend like nearly six months in Hong Kong, and I'm not able to go back to mainland. But he's in mainland,、um. so but we're not. So we're now, you know, because okay, I met him two months ago, and we were friends at that time. So we're so f- close friends, and. I I don't know since when we suddenly start to talk a lot and chat a lot, online, and so yeah, it suddenly changed from like friendship to a little bit romantic relationship, and it it just turned online. So physically, like we didn't meet each other in a really romantic setting. Yeah, so it's gonna be weird if we start to like. I don't know. Like after six months, the time that we see each other is gonna be a little bit weird. Cause we talk, <laughs> we were like we are now like we are like couple. And no, I how to say I don't know we're what kind of relationship we are now having. It's a bit weird because everything's like, online. Not, yeah, everything's that online. That is a bit. I mean, yeah, I get、right? what you mean because you don't have that physical. There's nothing physical about this relationship. Everything's yes via technology, yes. so right it is like, am I in a relationship? Am I not in a relationship? Am I just? Is this just a pen pal? It's just you know, kind of like feeling. Exactly, exactly. It、It's、is、so、hard,、weird. but I mean, I guess it would have been easier if you guys met up, like in person, and kind of develops those romantic feelings then. And then kind、yeah. of led onto the technology part of things, but if、right. everything's just via technology, it's really hard to know whether these are genuine feelings or not genuine feelings. But you guys are calling, so I guess that's another good thing about it, rather than just texting, because texting is really difficult to understand someone's emotions. Whereas a phone call, you're able to hear the tones and of the voice, so you kind of. Are able to understand another layer of the other person, but that's what long distance is so difficult. At the same time, yeah, you know. I think long distance is okay. Like it works for me, but at the early stage, especially right now, we're not officially boyfriend or girlfriend. It's gonna be so super weird <laughs> that we start something online, <laughs> like start the relationship by technology. I mean, I think this is the future. No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>、well, because of COVID. Oh no. Right. I think this is like the future of dating, 
because how else are you able to meet other people rather other than like dating apps for example it's hard especially if for example UK is in lockdown so how can we go out and meet other people we're not able to but even if you guys meet through like dating app you still meet one another physically how right? we're in the lockdown oh <laughs> probably you wait till the lockdown got cancelled when <laughs> when will that end when but you can still go out right even if it's lockdown yeah but you're not meant to and you're not meant to take public transport either so it's a little bit difficult because i live in central london and it'll just be difficult to kind of walk to places that are really, really far away from me, especially if they live on the outskirts of London, for example. It's just a little bit harder to meet up. And at the same time, it's freezing these days. Like, it is so cold in London. Where would you even go? Like, take a walk in minus four degrees. No, thank you. It's not not something I would enjoy. So that's the difficult part of dating in London at in present time but hopefully it'll get better in the future hope so it can it can get better in a really short time but just to sum up everything that we've talked about with this episode i guess Mm -hmm. is there a big difference between different cultures for you or is culture just not a big thing in terms of dating um i don't think culture is a big thing because if if like language is not a barrier for you, then culture can be understood through communication. But it's the way that people deal with things or the way that people think or the way people talk that may may be so different. That that's the part that you have to get used to or try to see whether a balance can be reached between you and that guy. Yeah. So that's the difficult part. But regarding culture, I think it's comparatively comparatively easy. Mm -hmm. Because the other side can kind of learn and adopt. Yeah. So Adopt to that culture. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I guess the main thing is communication Mm -hmm. and being able to effectively communicate with the other person directly or indirectly. What would you say? I think communicate directly would be a more preferable choice because at least you guys voice out your opinion and you let the other person know what you're thinking. Mm. I think that would also be a better way as well because the other person's not a mind reader. They can't read your Mm -hmm. mind and (laughs) knowing what you would like, so communicating directly is definitely a better option well not an option but it's something that is valued in relationships i think right that's true great (laughs) so i guess for those who are listening just to sum up make sure to communicate with your significant other on valentine's day make sure to effectively tell them what you would like in some things um but other than that i hope everyone has a lovely valentine's day whether you're by yourself or with your friends and family or with your significant other 
I hope to see everyone next week, maybe in a new episode. Or maybe two episodes this week. This is I missed one last week. So for me, it's bye. But Patina, would you like to say the mm. outro? Bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess we're done. <laughs>